All right, the Avs drop the first game of a back-to-back in Montreal, 4-3 to on a late goal by the Canadians. We will discuss that. And another Avalanche player enters the assistance program. We'll talk about all that and then some on a new episode of Locked on Avalanche coming at you. Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Make sure you're following us on our social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram and Threads. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel, Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live, and make sure you are subscribed to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below, because when you do, you become one of our very special insiders. Chat with Kyle and I one-on-one and spout off on all things Avalanche, which we will share on this very podcast. Um, All right, we'll get to the game here in a second. We'll touch on a quick turnaround, obviously, the back-to-back going up against Ottawa on tuesday so we will discuss that uh but where we're gonna start is with val because he's he's been out and in the beginning we we heard it was like he it was he was not feeling well i think was uh what the avalanche were saying and then it's turned into much more than that obviously so we know uh avalanche fans are kind of familiar right now with the the league's assistance program with uh sammy g just going through that and now another avalanche player is entering that and that's val nachuskin so he's going to be out whenever they go into it they give it the the indefinite tag so um we'll have to see how long it's for nachuskin did put out a comment which i'll get to in a second but just your your thoughts on on that overall I want to say it was surprising, but with the offseason stuff that we had before, I'm just glad that he is bold enough to ask for the help. And we can thank Sam Gerard for making it okay to do so. And I'm glad that he is getting help. And if you could draw your conclusions, you could draw your opinions. Honestly, it doesn't matter. It's a it's a man asking for help. And yeah. I'm I'm glad that's what he's doing. You could take away the should we have re-signed him? This is I don't care. I've I've seen all of the takes from everybody with a X account, and it makes me want to X my X account. It's <laughs> it's it's You're ridiculous. Right. Like yeah, it's 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 a human being asking for help. Like every other opinion does not matter. Uh, and you're seeing some people say that he's re-entering the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he did enter it after the situation that happened in Seattle. So, um, you know, if, if that's true, you know, good for him. You know, it, it's not something where, you know, he's, he's familiar with it, I guess, if he's already been through it once. Um, and maybe it did make it a little bit easier to get back into it. If, if, you know, he's got Sam Jar, his own teammate who just went through it. 
Um, but the comment that, that Nachuskin made himself was, I made a decision to seek help and enter the player's assistance program. My goal is to address my issues and prevent any negative outcomes once and for all. I want to thank my wife and family, my friends, the Avalanche organization, and all of our fans for their understanding and support. I would do everything I can to get back on the ice and join my teammates as soon as possible. So for someone who doesn't say a lot to the media and the press um, and do a lot on social media, um, it's good that he just at least put that out. It's very short, sweet, to the point. Uh, doesn't get into too much detail because really none of our business with what the detail is. Uh, but like you said, the, the bottom line here is, you know, doesn't matter the season that he's having on the ice, which is his, be- his best season that he- he's having as a pro that doesn't matter. Like this mm-hmm. is like your life, right? This is, this goes beyond hockey. You play, you play a sport for an, an, a, a finite amount of time. Uh, the majority of your life happens outside of the sports. And if you don't get that right, this kit, this follows you around forever. So sometimes you have to go through this stuff multiple times um and and you know to to really get a grasp on it and a lot of times when guys go through it or girls um they have to go through a couple times for it to really stick and sink in and maybe that's what he's going through now and honestly i think all of us as human beings could take an example from this 2023-2024 colorado avalanche team between sam gerard who was kind of the scapegoat for everything going wrong for the team. He was blamed. Mm -hmm. And Valeria Chushkin, who's having a career year. If you are struggling with something, it does not matter if you're at the bottom or you're at the top. If it's something that is plaguing you, there is nothing wrong with going out and getting that assistance you need because you're not going to enjoy it. Enjoy it. If you're at the top and you're not going to want to climb out of the bottom unless you get that address. So I'm glad they're they're getting this handled. And this is one of those things that you could draw all these conclusions to. You always wondered what's going on in that locker room. If this is something that's going on, I don't care. You could draw your analysis and your opinions about contracts and draw lines between this and the Seattle outing. I, I really... I don't care until he comes back and I can't wait till this team welcomes him back with open arms, but I'm just glad he's getting this handled now and this doesn't creep up again later in the playoffs. Yeah. So, um, you know, most of this stuff, if, if he's going in what we think he's going in for is, is like a 28 day program. So, so we're, you know, I, you know, maybe around Valentine's day, middle of, of uh, February is, is when you might start here. It's not a definite, it's not that I don't, I, I want to make sure that it's not a hundred percent like that. That's when uh, he would be out of the program. Cause if it needs to be longer, it needs to be longer, but minimally I would say, you know, if it goes according to plan and he's doing well, um, you might start hearing like he's coming back around, around mid uh, February. So we'll just have to wait and see. And, and like I said, if it needs to be longer, it needs to be longer. Get your get your life back on track. So mm-hmm. that's where we're at. Um, all right, let's get into this game here, which was a loss for the Avalanche to the Montreal Canadiens. Four to three. I joked about it kind of flippantly on, on the, the show yesterday that they're 
the, 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 these last five games against top tier opponents, they go four, one and oh, and then they'll probably lose to Montreal. Mm-hmm. They lost to Montreal. Um, I don't think the, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, the avalanche played a poor game. I don't think they played a poor game. They just couldn't capitalize on multiple chances. I'm not saying it was all good. There, there was some, some, some bad moments in this game. Uh, mainly the one that the thing that crept back up once again, Kyle is zone exits. I'm pounding my fist on my chair because zone ex- exits crushed them. There were moments where they could not get out of, out of the de- defensive zone and it was on everybody. Everybody. Yeah. It seemed like it was just a, a huge problem again, that bit the abs and that's the bad. The good is they made the they once they did have offensive possessions. Montreal had no answer for their top line, but that was all the Avalanche could muster against against uh, Montreal was the top line. That's what we have right now, and we talked about it yesterday. When the you know you, you have to rely on the top line, they're up for the task. But I don't want to say they didn't. I mean, Kel McCard three points on the day. You know, you got points from McKinney, you got points from Ranton, and so it's like they were doing their job. But this is where you, you, you know, they had to do it all, and it just it didn't, it didn't culminate in in getting that extra goal that they needed when they needed it to get the extra points. Yeah, and there was something that was really standing out. You you mentioned the zone exits, and I would like I would like to really kind of take a magnifying glass and I'd like to look at something and bring something up to you. And I want to talk to you about that in just a bit. All right. You want to do that next? I do. Let's do that next. All right. Let's take our first break. We're going to come back. Uh, we're really going to get into the meat of this game. What went wrong? Um, yeah. We'll talk about all that. We have a sound check as well to get to. Of course, we'll get to that coming up next. First, we have Game Time and the Game Time app, and you shouldn't have to worry when you are buying tickets to your next big event because Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in pricing, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets, and no joke here, people. Right before we were going live, Kyle, you you just bought tickets to something. I can't remember what it was now. What What was it? Yeah, I'm going to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins game for my birthday. You, which is Wednesday, Wednesday, right? <laughs> Wednesday. And you literally just bought those tickets on game. How easy was it to buy those tickets on game time? It took me about five minutes. If that. I found my seat. <laughs> it was pretty, I found yeah. it, just boom, boom, done. Yeah, literally, no joke. He just did it right before we went live. Uh, so download the game time app, create an account, use the code locked on for $20 off of your purchase. Terms apply. So again, create the account, redeem the code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, let's kind of discuss this game because we just touched on it in the beginning. Um, abs lose to Montreal four to three. What say you, Mr. Shaggy? No, it's it's one of those that I've I've been watching. Like we kind of talked about watching everything on X and like the so like how everything trends and everybody throwing up their hands saying, "Oh, this was a bad game." This is one of those that I I've been seeing people throwing your gif under the bus for this performance. <laughs> this Can't is do not that. on him at all. Nope, at all. Can't do that. But we'll get to that. Go ahead. 
this I put this solely on the defense. Yeah. This is a and this is one of those that when the whole team has to step up against teams like Boston and you have to step up against Dallas and Vegas and Toronto, they can do it because the emotions are there. But when it's what we talked about stepping up and being a Stanley Cup contending caliber team, they can do it. But when it's going in and just punching the clock and just do the job. There's nothing really on the line. Like the Drew in return to Montreal, that was nice. But the, even the crowd in Montreal was not into this game until the very, very end. Mm-hmm. It was it was just a weird game, but you can't expect like the Avalanche giving 60, 70%. It's not enough to bail them out because we talk about Yorgiev save percentage. This team is very, very good at keeping the shots off of Yorgiev, and when he does face shots, they're usually trickling it. So, but that's league-wide. Like, save percentages are down. You're not getting your stellar Dominic Hasek days. Those are long gone. So you need the defense to step up, and if you're relying on the top line because you're not getting goals from anywhere else on this offense, if you're relying on the top line and you're defense is constantly breaking down and teams are utilizing this like Montreal that's they they see this they see this team breaking down and they're doing exactly what the Avs did to Toronto like we talked about that Nathan McKinnon shot Montreal was doing that they were capitalizing on breakdowns the second chance efforts they were putting it in and it's just abysmal to watch and you can't score your way out of those problems the defense the problems and the breakdowns was enough where you can't outscore that problem i don't think the avalanche i i think the effort was there I, like I, I don't i don't like getting into this uh you know <clears throat> kind of this feeling of like whenever it's a loss like the 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 effort wasn't there and whenever it was a win the effort was there like I think the effort was there. Like it was a little bit slow going in the beginning. And I think maybe they were just kind of like finding their game for some reason, rather than being the enforcers. That's what I really wanted to see from them in the beginning. And you got that goal from Ross Colton and you were like, Mm. okay, like, although like it was a little bit of back and forth up until that goal, you just felt like this is the way that this game should go. Like, even though you're, you're, you're down a lot of guys, you're still head and shoulders above Montreal. Right. But Montreal is that team that that you know they're not making a playoff push or anything like that. So they have nothing to lose. They're going to just go for broke, especially against a team like the Avalanche. And they played a, a pretty decent game. I don't think it's a game that the Avalanche should have lost, but I thought I thought Montreal played a pretty decent game. And I don't really it's not like it was a complete meltdown defensively from beginning to end. It was moments and it and it was and it was special teams. What was Montreal two for two on on the power yep. play? Like that can't happen. No. You cannot do that. And then for the Avalanche, they were one for one for four, four. including uh, a five on three. Was maybe only what a, a 25, 30 second five on three, <clears throat> but that's plenty of time. Plenty of time to do something, um, and you couldn't get it in on on a five on three. Regardless, you had. You know, uh, uh, the only goal that I'm really putting on Georgiev is the Cole Caulfield one. That's yeah. just, although he had a good line of sight on it, that's just Cole Caulfield, you know, being 
a scorer, which he is. Like that, that's just a laser of a shot. The other ones, like I don't really put on Georgiev that much, especially the very last one. That puck, how it went from kind of like the left side, if you're looking at Georgiev's field of view, from the left side, and it just kind of found its way untouched beneath, I think, Josh Manson, and then beneath Sam Gerrard, and ends up behind him, and it gets put away by uh, uh, the Canadians. With, yep. you know, was there, there three or four minutes left, or about four, four and change left when that happened. Like that stuff is just like okay, you know Montreal need. That's how they they needed to win this game, is get some puck luck, have things go their way, and that's exactly what happened. And on the other end, yeah, the Avs got three goals. They could they could have had five or six in this goal, in this game easily because they were really dominant in the second period for about fifteen minutes, and then for the last five, Montreal kind of turned things around a little bit, and then the third was just hey. We're, we're tied. Let's, you know, after uh, Taves got that goal on the four on four um, and then anything's anything's possible. So I didn't think they played a bad game. And I know people are going to want to jump on Georgiev and jump on the fact that they lost to Montreal. I, I, I agree with you. That's not good. You don't want to lose to teams like that after you just went on a nice run beating teams much better. Uh, but this happens in this sport. That's why it's fantastic. And, you know, you just. It, the best thing about this is it's a quick turnaround. Yeah, playing tomorrow. So, and you you wonder if that even came into mind with the amount because when was the last time we talked about the Avalanche getting outplayed in the third period? It's yeah, that's no, it usually, doesn't happen, right? Yeah, the the Avalanche usually turn it on, and it was one of those that do we want to use the effort? I mean, we're already depleted now. My like Miles Wood possibility for tonight against Ottawa. He didn't show up for the. <laughs> But you don't you yeah. don't know there. That's uh, well. Just... Uh, quick quick thing on on Miles Wood, which I thought was very kind of interesting because Bednar said uh, in the morning that he's not going to play. He said this in the morning. He's not going to play tonight against Montreal. He needs to get back into game shape. He might be playing tomorrow night in Ottawa. So what the heck is he doing within the twenty four hours? Miraculously, he's in now into game shape. Okay. I get I, I maybe the miles miles wood when the season's all over I would love to hear what's going on with this mystery illness that like you have to get back into playing shape to come back from I'm very do curious you remember, about that do you remember I think it was in the preseason he missed a game and uh Megan Angley over at DNVR's you know interviewed him or something and and, and she put up that um, he missed the game because he had like some stomach issue. And he said, she's saying this, that he said, um, it happens a couple times of ye- a year, mm. whatever that is, it happens a couple times a year. I don't know if this is the other time that it happened or if that's exactly what it is, or if it's just a regular case of, you know, just the sniffles and, and the flu. <clears throat> but I now, never forgot that that she posted that, and I'm glad you it. brought that up because that that does make sense. I now thinking of it and that through that prism, that does make sense. So yes, I would understand having like it's not just a get ready to go. I get that, but mm-hmm. still, the team is the, and you still don't know the floating Lekkonen. When is he going to show up? It's yeah. It, it, you get you're getting the team slowly back together, but it's one of those that you in that third period. It's Montreal. This is not really 
destroying the season or your place in the standings and you know you have to go to sleep wake up and you got ottawa so right and honestly if this wasn't coming on the heels of hell week yeah i i wonder if there was maybe a little bit more in the tank to give to montreal but you just came through a a grueling gauntlet you don't you wonder how much you gave up in that toronto comeback too um, obviously talking a lot about the the top guys and and doing what what they can um you need more from the depth guys and there's, a, mm. there's something i want to bring up it, it, we've asked it before this is not a new question i'm going to bring up but i'm just going to ask it again maybe just for my own peace of mind uh so we're going to do that next and of course get to our sound check first we're going to talk about a sleeper and once again Kyle is scouring the internet trying to find a app that is better than sleeper for daily fantasy sports. Have you found one yet, Mr. Shaggy Bundu? No, I have not. There's not one. Absolutely. You have not. And that doesn't surprise me because regardless of where you are in the standings, we want to remind you that you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the locked on NHL network. Sleepers are number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with sleeper, you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests and this is where i go to you sir to get your daily fantasy sleeper pick uh, for the next game in the abs which obviously is ottawa who do you like in this one you know what give me some cogliano why not right why not all you i mean we're about to talk about the depth so sure why not so i have to do is pick whether studs like andrew cogliano will recover more or, or record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. So use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That code is LOCKEDONNHL. See sleeper terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, sir. So, you know, once again... We talked about who who the abs are, are missing, who they have in to replace those guys is still to me a little bit of a head scratcher. You have two defensemen playing forwards right now. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes when you have one defenseman playing forwards, because maybe you're you're stuck in that. Uh you you have you have you have roster moves and, and there's injuries and whatever, and sometimes you're forced to do that. Um to have two in there in in Caleb and jo- Caleb Jones. And Curtis McDermott is is just it's not working right now for the Avalanche. So you have those two guys. Obviously, you've dropped Ryan Johansson down, um, and you so so to give let's see Curtis McDermott another sub five minute day. Caleb Jones just over five minutes. So again, you're putting a lot. Like what did uh, Nathan McKinnon? Jonathan Drouin had 27 minutes of ice time. McKinnon four seconds shy of 29 Miko Ranton in 29 18 um why like do you ha- you have more faith that Curtis McDermott and Caleb Jones as forwards can can give you more than someone like Ben Myers I, I don't understand that I'm not saying Ben Myers is the answer because we we all know like he, he's not that he's struggling but he he's he could have a role as a fourth line center or even a fourth line winger. If you want to move into wing and, and get something, get some production out of a, of a depth player rather than Curtis McDermott, who does nothing. 
um, or Caleb Jones, who I like on the defensive end. So if you wanted to bring in, if I, I got to stop talking because I, I just, just, just go with it because I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and you, again, once again, you're putting too much stuff and too much pressure on the top lines and the depth guys, number one, you're not even playing that much. And when they're out there, they're kind of deer in headlights because that's not where they normally play. And we have two of them on the same line. You're not going to get much out of it. Chris, the way you're explaining that, I'm also thinking about this from the the press box view. This is McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Are, now, are they trying to win the game with these players? Or are they... Now, sure. Altitude, I mean, they were trying to win the game. But. <clears throat> Altitude mentioned Montreal currently carries three goalies. Okay. Are you not trying to show off a little bit of a value some of these pieces and their versatility dude it's no no, hold hold on this is like you're you're already cutting their minutes like if we gave mcdermott or caleb jones seven minutes what is that going to change in the game i'm not saying i don't want them out there at all no that's also (laughs) valid but you, you're not looking... playing them for you're not playing them but at a position that they don't normally play for other teams to, to show off to other teams and be like, hey, look at this. It's, you know, it's if, not if you, so if you, much if you want a to... versatile player that we're not using versus as a versatile player, like it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It makes me it's, none. I, I don't think it's so much of signaling to every other team, like, look at what we got. I think it's putting Caleb Jones and McDermott just really giving them a good look because we're talking about other players that you could bring up like Myers, you know what you're getting, but do, do they need him currently right now with everybody that's about to come back? Well, with that. So my, my thing on that is like, they're not back yet. They were expecting. What's that? They were expecting. Now, now you are. But you know, you 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 you've been out. You've he hasn't played the past few games. You know, you, you you've had moments where you can bring a guy. You've you had Jason Poland up. He's still playing. So why is he up there? Like you, a guy that's really hasn't done anything. I'm not you know trying to go negative on on Poland. I'm just saying like he's less experienced than than Ben Myers. So fine if you want to if Poland up there, have Poland up there. But you, there's also room right now for Ben Myers. And, and I feel like what he could give you is way more than what you're getting out of Curtis McDermott and Caleb Jones as a forward. Again, I like I like Caleb Jones as a defenseman. If you're forced to use one of those two guys as a forward right now, I, I'd, I'd take Caleb Jones just because Curtis McDermott gives you next to nothing on a daily basis. So if you're putting so much pressure on the top guys, maybe it alleviates it a little bit more, a little bit better. If you have a guy whose natural position is a forward, I don't understand why he's not up right now or somebody to take the place or what happened to Riley Tufty. We're all huge on Riley Tufty. Like why not bring him back up? Because like he's got an all-star game to go to. (laughs) He's he's in the, uh, yeah, he's in the AHL All-Star game. But again, like I just like you have guys in the system that play the position 
and you have two guys that are up there that that don't naturally play this position and and you're forcing it on them and you're not even really giving them enough time so go get guys that normally play that position that can give you a little bit more ice time and a little bit more punch to the game because well, what what McDermott and and Jones are doing in those positions are not giving you anything when they're out there you're not getting anything from that line I will also say on the flip real quickly, I don't think they were anticipating the Nishushkin news today, and I don't think they're anticipating the Miles Wood news today, and they're also in Montreal. So mm-hmm. whatever phone call they could have made, I don't, and with the weather the way it is nationwide, mm-hmm. I don't know how quickly they could have put a Band-Aid on this, and I feel like this is just Bednar saying, you know what, let's just get this thing back home however, mm-hmm. however we can. We'll get through Ottawa, and after the Ottawa game, we'll see what we got, see what we can do, and go from there. But I feel like this is about as good as it's going to get. Yeah, you might be right. Then, you know, it'll be interesting because, you know, they did call up Eustace Anderton, and you would think he's taking the ice. You think he's going to be the starter uh, against Ottawa. So, man, like, they, they need to play defense in front of him. They have to. They, 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 like, you're not going to rely on him to win you this game against Ottawa. You wouldn't rely, you know, it's not really how the Avalanche are built anyway. They're, they want to go out and outscore you and let their, their wizards do. I think you just froze, but no, I completely, completely understand about you. Have, there you go. You're back. Your defense playing in front of Eustace because you've already chased off Yorgiev. Like, mm-hmm. with that, uh, Against Montreal, Ottawa's even more grindy and gritty, and you got a Kachuk over there. So you've you've got the <laughs> you've got to play defense right. in front of Eustace. Yeah. All right. We'll see how it goes, and um, we'll obviously be talking about that tomorrow. But the last thing we're going to do today, like we always do, following a game, it's our Lockdown Avalanche sound check, and uh, we always pick one song that best describes the most recent game. And the song, these songs go up on a playlist over on Spotify. Just search for LOA Soundcheck Volume Number Three. So, what do you have for this one? Montreal over the Avalanche. This song hit me while watching the third period. I was singing this song out loud. This would be Static X, and this would be Push It. The, okay, <laughs> I see yeah. it. I need it. The the entire <laughs> just yeah. needing that goal, that extra push, just that frantic pace of that song it just fits with that entire third period and honestly that's going to be the mo for the second half of the the back-to-back like just frantically get through ottawa and then lick your wounds and figure out where you are going into a tougher end of this road trip mm. yeah i i kind of real simple for me um just because it's a back-to-back and you lost the first one of the back-to-back so that's immediately you're looking to the next one to kind of you know get over that get over it quickly get that that taste out of your mouth so i went with the stereophonics mm. uh and the song is maybe tomorrow uh just that's what you gotta do you just gotta look tomorrow and maybe tomorrow will be a better outcome than the one against montreal so pretty simple pretty simple i like that optimism like it. love it want more of it All right, that's going to wrap it up today, everybody. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow to discuss this Avs and Ottawa game. Um, Yeah, maybe we'll get another 
greasy goal like we did like they're not over that yet i just want nope. <laughs> they're not over that game uh, or that goal so uh, however it goes we'll talk about it um that'll be tomorrow but for today thank you for tuning in making this your first listen of the day always appreciated he's mr shaggy von doom kyle sullivan i am chris maselli this is locked on avalanche podcast and we will see you guys tomorrow go abs go